Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, then steal in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. With the aid of a paralyzing drug, Max Heller, head of a foreign espionage ring, engineered a daring escape from the federal authorities. Feigning sudden death from a heart attack, Heller's seemingly lifeless body was removed to the city morgue, where ten hours later, it was claimed by a woman representing herself as his cousin. Actually, the woman was Nita, strange, mysterious leader of a secret oriental spy ring known as the Society of the Leopard. With most of his men behind bars, Max Heller, recovered from the effects of the drug, joined forces with the leopard woman and her olive-skinned cohorts. Realizing that both Clark Kent and Lois Lane are in the way, the leopard woman has taken steps to remove them. As our story continues today, a messenger has just delivered a box of poisoned candy to the editorial room of the Daily Planet addressed to Lois. Signing for the delivery, young Jimmy Olsen brings it to Lois's desk. Yeah, I'll package for you. For me? Uh-huh. It's like a present. Oh, what's the gag, Jimmy? Oh, it's no gag, honest. The messenger just delivered it. Well, why don't you open it? You're too anxious, young man. What's in it? Live snakes or dead fish? Oh, gosh, how should I know? Well, I'm wise to your shenanigans, Jimmy Olsen. Didn't you send someone a couple of bullfrogs for his birthday? Oh, yeah, that was Skinny Malone. Well, I wouldn't do a thing like that to you, Miss Lane. No, honest, this is on the level. Look how the package is tied up all fancy-like. I bet it's something swell. All right, James. But if this is one of your practical jokes, I'm off you for life. Hand me that pair of scissors. Here. <laughs> what do you think it is? I don't know. I haven't the faintest idea. What? It's a box of candy. Oh, so it is. Who on earth is sending me candy? Well, there's a card attached to the ribbon. Now, don't get so excited, Jimmy. You act as though you've never seen a box of candy before. Let's see who's responsible for this totally unexpected surprise. Jimmy, catch me. I'm fainting. What's the matter? This is too much. I'll never recover from the shock. What shock? You'll never guess who sent this box of candy. Never in a million years. Well, can't you tell me, or is it a secret? Secret? Heavens, no. I'm going to shout it from the rooftops. I'm going to publish it on the front page of the Daily Planet. Come on, Mr. White should hear about this. He'll pass out. Well, you still haven't told me who sent it. You'll find out. Chief. Get ready for the surprise of your life. Uh, close that door, if you don't mind. Look, look at this. Well, what is it? A box of candy. You think I'm blind? Guess who sent it to me. Is that all you've got to do? Barge in here with guessing games? I'm not a quiz kid, and I don't give a hoot. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't say it, Mr. White. Lois, sometimes I marvel at you. 
You can waste more precious minutes dabbling around with silly things than any five people that I know. You finished? Yes, and so will you be unless you take that box of candy and make yourself scarce. I'm busy. Not too busy to hear the news. That box of candy was a gift from none other than Clark Kent. Mr. Kent. Honest? No one else but. And listen to this card. It'll kill you. Sweet to the sweet, Clark. Hmm. Well, I'm sorry for Kent if that's all he's got to do with his money. I'm amazed. Can you imagine that blushing violet sending a girl a box of candy? Why, it's unheard of. <laughs> I think we should celebrate the occasion by all having a piece. How about it, Mr. White? I never eat candy. Doesn't agree with me. Oh, come on. Just this one. No, no, no. Nothing doing. Well, you won't refuse, will you, Jimmy? Oh, I should say not. Go on, help yourself. Oh, thanks. No, oh, no. Maybe you'd like me to serve tea and crumpets right here on my desk, huh? <laughs> or maybe you'd prefer a lawn party in the press room. Now, you don't have mm. to be sarcastic, Chief. Mm, this is swell candy, Miss Lane. Glad you like it, Jimmy. I think I'll try a piece. Mm. Yes? Oh, hello, Lois. Jimmy, Mind hello? something? Hi. Yes, yes, you are, Kent. Refreshment time at the Daily Planet. Oh. All work stops while these two nincompoops sample that candy you sent. Candy, I said. You couldn't have done anything nicer, Clark. What? And the card was so beautifully framed. Oh, wait, hold on a minute. Are you trying to pull my leg? I didn't send any candy. Well, here's the card. Sweet to the sweet. Signed, Clark. Well, that's not my handwriting. Ah, now we won't fight about it. <coughs> Go on, have a piece. What's the matter, Jim? I don't know. My, my throat tightened up. I can't swallow. That candy. Don't anyone touch it. I'll get some water. No, that might make it worse. <coughs> Easy, Jim. Wait a minute now. How many pieces did you eat? Just half of one... Well, what are you all standing there for? Come on, call the doctor. Call the doctor. The boy is taking him to the hospital. Bring that box of candy, Lois. Hurry. He'll be all right, Jim. Boy. Open the door, Mr. Lane. Yeah, now, don't spare any expense, Kent. Do everything possible for him. I will. Come on, Lois. Dr. Kingsley wanted in surgery. Dr. Kingsley wanted in surgery. Dr. Kingsley wanted in surgery. You're going to have a nervous breakdown, Lois, if you don't relax. How can I relax with that poor kid dying in there? You're making it worse than it is. No, don't try to hide anything from me, Clark. I heard what the doctor said to you. One chance in a million. Why was I such a blind, stupid fool? Why? Now, Lois, you can't blame yourself. There was no way of telling that candy was poison. Oh, Clark, if Jimmy doesn't live... I... Now, wait a minute. He wouldn't want you to break up this way, Lois, not Jimmy. <laughs> Oh, for his sake and for your own, try getting a grip on yourself. I'll try. That's the girl. Here. Sit down for a while. There. I thought Mr. White was coming. What happened to him? He should be here any minute now. In fact, I think he's coming up the corridor now. Yes, yes, that's him. Well, I, I got here as soon as I could. What's doing, Ken? I'm not sure yet, Mr. White. What did the doctor say? Lois, please. Well, well, Kent, what did he say? Not very much. It's pretty serious. Analysis of the candy shows each piece was poisoned. Well, well, good grief. There are antidotes for poisons, aren't there? Not for this one. It's an oriental drug. Now, look, Kent. I'm not going to stand for any nonsense. Get the head of the hospital. I'll have a talk with him. If it takes every penny that I've got, that kid is going to be pulled through. Now, come on. Let's see some action. Call in doctors. Five of them. Ten. Twenty. Someone must know what to do. Don't excite yourself, Mr. White. Everything possible is being done. Dr. Kingsley is giving the case his personal attention. Jimmy, this guy. I'm getting worried about Lois. She's going to pieces. Hurt you. Don't worry about me. Kent, there's one thing I don't understand. Now, who sent Lois that box of candy? Who could have dreamed up a murderous thing like that? What if you hadn't walked into my office at just that moment? Can you picture the situation? 
Lois would have eaten some of the candy. I might even have taken a piece, and heaven only knows how many others in the editorial room. Why, why, it would have been mass murder. Here comes Dr. Kingsley. I'm sorry to have kept you so long, Mr. King. It's quite all right, Doctor. Uh, this is Perry White, editor of the Daily Planet. How do you do, Mr. How White? How do you do, Doctor? How do you do? Well, what does it look like, Doctor? Not too good, Mr. White. I think we've done all we can. It's just a matter of time. Oh, no, it can't be. Oh, please. Uh, you, uh, you mean there's nothing anyone can do? Nothing? It must sound strange, but unfortunately it's true. The poison contained in those candies is an oriental venom extracted from the root of the Kiyasha plant. For centuries, the Japanese have used it to commit suicide. The action of the venom constricts the throat, soon makes it impossible to breathe. There's only one man alive who has any knowledge of the drug or any method of relieving the constriction. Well, well, why, why, why don't we call him? Uh, who is he? His name is Dr. Humphrey Richards. He was chief of the Tokyo American Hospital before the start of the war. I've already made inquiries as to his whereabouts. He left Singapore three weeks ago on the last passenger ship to clear the port. There's no telling where that ship is now. Either on the high seas or... At the bottom. What was the name of the ship? The Queen of the Sea. <laughs> but if you're thinking of trying to reach it by radio, Mr. Kent, I'm afraid that's impossible. All we can do is wait for what seems to be the inevitable. I'm going to try something, Mr. White. You and Lois stay here at the hospital. I'll be back as soon as I can. Well, where are you going? Well, I've got an idea. It may work. I'll be back. Dr. Reed wanted in Ward 16. Dr. Reed wanted... In the shadow darkness of an alley adjoining the hospital, Ken strips off the disguise of the newspaper reporter and stands revealed in the blue costume and flaming red cape of Superman, the Queen of the Sea, bound from Singapore to San Francisco. It's like looking for a needle in a haystack, but I've got to take the chance. Up! Up! And away! With the speed of a bullet, Superman wings out across the country. Heading for the Blue Pacific and a lone passenger ship threading its careful way through dangerous waters. Three weeks out of Singapore, the Queen of the Sea moves like a spectral ghost ship at half throttle. Keen-eyed seamen patrolling her darkened decks. No sound emanating from the camouflaged hull save the soft throb of the engine and the gentle slap of water cutting across the bow. Suddenly, a warning cry cuts through the shrouded silence like a knife. Darkness on the ocean, and the deadly all-seeing eye of an enemy periscope breaking water 500 yards from the queen of the sea. What chance has the unarmed passenger ship against the steel-nosed torpedoes of the underwater killer? Unknown to Superman, more than just time and distance stand in the way of saving Jimmy Olsen's life. What will happen? Don't forget to be with us for the next thrilling episode. Tune in and listen, we're the Superman! Don't forget, tune in again for the next thrilling episode with Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.